Testing, testing. Testing, testing. One, two, three, one, two, three. And three, two, one, three, two, one. <laughs> no. Why did you do that? What? You'll activate the dogs. <laughs> hey, hey guys. guys. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor is what we use for coffee break, garbage eggs, and critter cast. Anchor has all the tools you'll need from recording, editing, adding music, and my favorite distribution. Painlessly reaching out to audiences on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And it's all for free. It all begins with you downloading the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's coffee break. We're here. Oh, it's not cringy. It's it's a special special episode. It's episode sixty nine. Oh, it is sixty nine. It's the funny number. Yay! Yeah, we're all immature now. It just abruptly ends right there. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. You don't need any more. We never have any more. We've reached the perfect number. There's more than 69 episodes. Because it's just two-parters. That's plus true. Plus all of Garbage Eggs. Which, by the way, Garbage Eggs, we just had a new special. Yeah! I didn't say much about it. I tweeted about it. I know. I was upset. I'm sorry. I, I wanted people to see it. I wasn't, I wasn't like, actually about her or anything. I was just like, oh, fine whatever <laughs> i didn't not not tell you not to not do that true but if you guys are curious there is a special episode mm-hmm. of garbage eggs garbage eggs is wherever we want to go yep it's just random topics the christmas one did really good yeah the february or january one was quite a turnout <laughs> <laughs> To say the least, I I lost one subscriber. Yeah, yeah. People weren't too thrilled with our opinions about cartoons. <laughs> about animes. It's still a cartoon, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, and then compare them to a far superior show. Yes. Um, Yellow Jackets will be returning for season two this March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this new episode of Garbage Eggs, uh-huh. just do a little brief thing. When we first started doing Coffee Break, I made a little joke about, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about the Puck Wedgie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About cryptids. And what the Puck Wedgie actually is in American lore, folklore. And some people had expressed interest, and I was like, that's kind of cute. But I never came back to it. And then I was like, if I'm going to do one special every week, or not every week, every month. Uh Uh-huh. I should do the Puck Wedgie. Hell yeah. Follow up on that promise and make it happen. Yep. So there is an hour long episode about learning about the Puck Wedgie. Yep. If you've heard it, thank you for listening to it. If you haven't, go check it out. It's sitting right there. It's a good one. I had a lot of fun with that one, honestly. I had a lot of fun doing the research. I'm having more fun with the next one. I'm excited for for all of them that we're coming up to. This, (laughs) This next one. To me, it comes from the heart even more. Mm-hmm. This is the stuff that I talk about a lot. Yeah, but you'll have to wait till next month for that one to show up. If you're smart and you know a little bit about me, you would know that there's something special coming out next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm waiting for it. Might be related. 
heavily related. So what's going on? So this week on Coffee Break, episode 69. Yeah, 69. IGN redid their top 100 yeah. video games of all time. Not a great list, I'm just going to say. They haven't touched it since 2019, which I thought was weird because it, now it's been four years. It's Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> I guess because they wanted to wait for plenty of games to come out. It's just, it's very typical. It's a very boring list. Especially when you get to the top 10. But I'm going to talk about number one. Yeah. And here's my problem with number one. It is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Even putting aside the, my just like personal dislike of the game, there's no way it's the number one game. It's not that interesting. It's not even that, compared to like, it doesn't even, like... I like it plenty, and it's not even that good. And I wouldn't even put my number one Zelda game as number one on this list. Me either. And we have the same Zelda. Yeah. That's actually how we... Uh, that's how I started the conversation when I met you in college. Yeah. Because I saw you wearing a Legend of Zelda shirt, exactly. and I was like, hey, do you like Twilight Princess? And I was like, Twilight Princess is actually my favorite one. And I was like, that's mine too. <laughs> and, then, and then we fell in love. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And then yeah. I took you out to go see Jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's so romantic. It is so romantic. <laughs> it so is. Um, but no, like, even just, like, the fact that my list would be so much more personalized and whatnot, which makes sense. I, no way I would put Zelda as number one. And I know Zelda's popular and everything. Well, your number one was not even on the list. No. Which is? Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> No way is anyone ever going to put Banjo-Kazooie on there. Even though they had GoldenEye 007. That's a bad game. Like, as far as shooters go, it's bad. It's the beginning of first-person shooters being good. Like, half the guns don't do what they're supposed to do. The levels are tiny. There's one character who's too short to be reached with your guns. <laughs> so when uh, I was a kid and we were playing on the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. We didn't play GoldenEye. I, I had played it a few times, didn't really care. It was dumb. Yeah. I agree with you on that. It It's not that great of a game. I was playing a different first-person shooter. Who were you playing? I was playing Turok. Ooh, Turok wasn't on that list either. Yep. Uh, blasphemy. And Turok 2 is amazing. I have it on my Switch. Turok 3 is crazy. Mm -hmm. But the one I played the most was the multiplayer, Rage Wars. Turok yeah. Rage Wars. Dope. So cool. But uh, my number one game was actually on the list, but it was number 40. Something like that? Like, way... Which makes no sense. And here's a little hint to what Garbage Ace next month is. Uh-huh. Resident Evil 4 yeah. was that low on the list, and I was horrified. There was two other uh, moments on that list that just made no sense to me. God of War being placed so far behind. That was weird, but no. Last of Us Part Two being placed so high. Yes. That game did not both, get a lot of good. Both motherfucking <laughs> portals on there. Yeah. Shut up. It's not that good. It it's was, just a puzzle game. Tetris and Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, it was Miss Pac-Man instead of just Pac-Man. And I know Miss Pac-Man did a lot gameplay-wise, but let's be honest, Pac-Man's the iconic one. Like, Miss Pac-Man's cool and all. That just felt like they were like, oh, well, we should go with Miss Pac-Man because we want to look like we support women. And it's like, what? <laughs> if I remember correctly, Miss Pac-Man is actually more popular than Pac-Man. But Pac-Man set the standard. 
I don't I, know. I know, and it came up before, but people, for some reason at that time... I think it's, um, it has better... The, the controls are a bit smoother, and the ghosts act the way that they are generally supposed to act. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was the only Pokemon game they had on there was Pokemon Yellow version. What the fuck? The worst Pokemon game. I had it. I hate it. it That's not true. actively bad. <laughs> of all Pokemon games, main series and spinoffs, mm-hmm. the worst one is Sun and Moon. So even Sun and Moon, I'm, I'm willing to... I disagree with you. I know you feel that way. But yellow versions, you can't evolve your stupid Pikachu. Yeah, get another one. You can't. You can't find any others. They don't have any other Pikachu in the whole game. So you just have the one. You would have to trade it over from one of the other games. So you can't give Raichu. They hand you all of the starters, which I get it. It's like the show, but I don't... It's lame. I don't like it. It's bad. It is a little handy. Yeah. Um, they've remade that one so many times. They really have. <laughs> uh, even that one function, that feature where Pikachu follows you. Yeah. That's It's in Pokemon Go. I mean, it's everywhere. It's yeah, like pe- People were clamoring for that, especially because they brought it back for Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Mm-hmm. And while it's definitely neat, it's like, I don't, like, this doesn't make the game better necessarily. The craziest thing to me about Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh huh. Oh. Oh, they hear a dog. There's a dog in the distance. <laughs> they gotta go stare out the windows at a dog that they won't even be able to see. <laughs> I remember I took a... It was spring break. I was in high school. Okay. We had just watched Tombstone, the film. Wow. Good film. <laughs> Weirdly enough, we went to Tombstone, Arizona. Yeah. Nice little tourist attraction. Wow, guys. Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, it was crazy to watch the movie, learn a little bit about the story, and then be in the actual town. Mm-hmm. But in for that road trip, because I grew up in California, mostly, Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out. Yeah. And my little brother only had so much money. He was just a kid, right? But I had saved up my allowance for it, because I was like, this is cool. They're going to remake them. Hell yeah. Let's go get them. And I was like... What do you want? And he goes, I want Soul Silver. And I was like, cool, because Heart Gold is always, uh, Gold version is always my version. Yeah. I prefer Ho Oh over Lugia. Yes. Despite the weakness. I 100% agree. And I went out and got both of them mm-hmm. for the 3DS? DS. On wow. the DS. And it came with the, uh, Oh God! What is oh, it that, called? Oh, that like Pokewalker thing. The Pokewalker, but it's a uh, it's, odometer. Yeah, pedometer. Pedometer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the craziest thing about that pedometer: that pedometer is considered the most accurate pedometer ever made, and still outbeats even the current Apple watches. Yeah, that's crazy. And this came with a Pokemon game. Yeah. I mean, like, Nintendo goes hard, man. <laughs> when Nintendo goes hard, I mean, they mean serious well, like, shit. We're going to do it, we're going to do it right. <laughs> yeah. So, that was uh, crazy. But Breath of the Wild is not that great. No. I'm not excited for a sequel. I'm really not. And I'm so disappointed that every time I see, like, images, like, screenshots from the trailer that mm-hmm. came out, I just have this wave of just, ugh, go over me. Just like, ugh, I don't want to see this. It's boring. I don't, I'm not excited or interested. It's the same thing with the latest Fire Emblem game that came out. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not interested. What game? 
Fire Emblem Engage, the latest one. It's a main. I heard about it for like a week. The main, yeah, that's another thing. The main character has like horribly ugly neon red and neon blue hair. Yep. And I just like I look at the characters and I'm like, all the girls look like clowns. Like mm-hmm. they look like circus performers. And then all the guys just look like generic army dude in suit of armor. And I'm like, this is I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the uh the bringing back old characters gimmick has lost its appeal to me. That's true. I I was kind of curious why Marth is there. I'm like, wasn't Marth like the first king? Yeah. I don't know. It's goofy. Also, am I the only one as a kid when Melee came out, Smash Bros. Melee? Mm Mm-hmm. Which, to me, let me just announce this very clearly. Yeah. If you are a character in Smash Bros., there is legacy. Yes. That is your... It's it's not only just are you purely video game, mm-hmm. but if you make it, you have legacy. Yes. Right. So Snake belongs there. Hell yeah. Pac Man belongs mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Sonic. Cloud. Ryu. Yeah. All kind of, my, Steve from Minecraft. You know. Yeah. Banjo Kazooie. Yes. 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 So it makes sense to me. Um, but. <sighs> Fire Emblem. What what are they doing? There's this... And when I first saw Marth, I always thought Marth was actually a girl. He's very Because he looks fair. weird. Yeah. He has uh, slightly long hair. He has his weird little tiara. His design is from, like, decades yeah, ago. Yeah, for a king, <laughs> they usually would wear a crown. Or if you're, like, Fire Emblem... Yeah. Uh, I don't think Byleth is a king. No. Or queen. No. But, uh, Ike... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Roy. The bandit king. I don't know if Roy ever became king. <laughs> Who's the other one? Krom. Corrin. Another one. Corrin's not a king. No. Just a sorcerer. I don't like Corrin. <laughs> but they don't wear crowns, so it's like, okay, fine. But then you give Marth a tiara. Yes. And this is where you started? Yeah, 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 yeah. Started from the bottom, now we're here. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? And his, like, main love interest looks... It, it looks like his sister. It looks. It's just a girl version of Marth. And it's like, that's the woman he ends up marrying. It's like, ooh, cousin? <laughs> the only thing for Tears of Kingdom, switching back to Zelda, mm-hmm. that's going for me, and this is the dumbest thing, I think Link looks fucking badass. I like his outfit better here than the blue tunic. Maybe just because I've it's seen it so much. And yeah. he's got like his hand. He's got like a cyber his, hand. <laughs> yeah, his little Iron Man hand. Like he's gonna shoot you. And that that looks cool to me. I don't know. A lot of the things I don't like. But Breath about... of the Wild is not the greatest game ever made. God no. A lot of things I don't like about Breath of the Wild could change for Tears of the Kingdom. Like unique dungeons, the shrines I didn't like. Uh, the fact that the bosses are all exactly the same. Yep. They could change these. There's no hint on how these things work with Tears of the Kingdom yet. So they could change it. Also, Ganon's got a voice actor now. Yeah, it's Matthew Mercer. I'm going to be honest, I would not have picked Matthew Mercer. He can do a threatening voice, but a Ganondorf voice? Hmm. He's going to just put me to sleep. I'm going to be like, oh... It's Leon Scott Kennedy. I would go sleep. I would have honestly gone with oh, what's his name? He voiced. I guess scarecrows aren't well known for their arousing <laughs> conversations. Red hand came up. No, it's a. Uh, also, guy... put Leon in Smash Bros. Just do it. I know, right? That's the uh, the guy who voiced Thordak in 
season two of Vox Machina. He was also Wesker in that really awful Netflix TV series. He was the best part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. That man. His voice. If I think of Ganondorf, got, that's the voice I think of. He's got that cadence. That deep, but refined. Yeah. Like, I have the power and the, like, the royal background. <laughs> Black voice actors mm-hmm. are amazing. Yes. The, for some reason, they just have these voices that are so unique in, like, James Earl Jones. Yes. You can't walk away from Mufasa. Oh, and oh, Darth oh. Vader. <laughs> and Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Like, as much as I like Matthew Mercer, he is not, he's not even close to the first choice I would have gone with for Ganondorf. <laughs> yeah, and it, I agree with you on that. I think it's weird. Also, stop using Mercer. He's everywhere. Also, like, and this is a problem. As much as I love Mercer, and I think he has had amazing performances. Yeah, don't get us wrong. We love Mercer. 100%. It's... I've heard everything he can do. Mm-hmm. Because I've watched Critical Role, I've heard every single voice for every single character, every single archetype, I've heard it all. And now, it I can't help it, when I hear his voice, I think of Matthew Mercer. Yeah, I'm we, seeing through his performance. We literally stare at each other and go, that's Mercer. Yeah. I, 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 and when we were watching uh, Edge Runners, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk, yeah. Falco, who shows up in the second half of it, yeah. That's Mercer. That's just Mercer, you know? And he's just got a southern twang, which is no different than, uh... Uh, what's his name? McCreed, but he's got a new name now. It's like Cassidy or something? Cassidy, yeah. Cowboy. Overwatch cowboy. (laughs) Yeah, six-shooter cowboy. Blah. Yeah. (laughs) But Breath of the Wild is not that great. Nah. Tears of the Kingdom is not what I want. No. I what, waited this what, long for this. What was weird about this list when it comes to Zelda, it had three Zeldas. Obviously, yes. Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. The other one, Ocarina. Which I, I get Ocarina. Ocarina changed everything. I... Grand Theft Auto, in every sandbox genre... Yes. The sandbox genre itself... It exists. ...was established and erected by... Nintendo. Yeah, because of the open world concept of Ocarina. Isn't, isn't their CEO the guy who made Legend of Zelda? Who? Nintendo? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Ige Anuma and Miyamoto together made Zelda. Yeah, but the, One of them is the CEO. I don't Miyamoto know. was the CEO at that time. Yeah. And he made uh, Mario. Yeah. It was... They were... It was interesting. They were like, we wanted to go with two different concepts. One side view platformer, one overhead view open world. And then that's how we got Mario and Zelda. And yep. they've stuck to those concepts for the most part. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of... They're artists. Mm-hmm. But artists are incredibly stubborn. Yes. And when you listen to these guys or you listen to other people talking about them, you realize how stubborn they are they're not simple-minded they they'll blow the whole door open they have a very specific vision yes and they want it to be that way very much like a studio ghibli Mm -hmm. you can't get away from him even his son Mm -hmm. couldn't get away from that style it's ingrained so hard i would love it if what's his name i used to know it Uh, miyazaki jr i don't remember his name uh the guy who did Earwig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 
would love it if he continued to expand and do his own things. I think he has a future ahead of him. Yeah. If he could just get out of his dad's shadow. Don't try to mimic what your dad's doing. But yeah. then again, that's what he grew up in. True. And it's also the formula that works. I think the thing that is really killing the Mario franchise. I think the Zelda franchise can kind of explore, but Mario's just rotting. It's stagnating. It is a still pond because they're not adding to it. They're not see, expanding on it. See, I would say yes, but I would also argue no. Well, like think of my think of like Mario Kart. You recently re-downloaded Mario Kart the app. Yes. It's just the same, like what, 10 characters over and over and over and over again in different yeah. goofy outfits. There's yep. not a single new character we can introduce to this lore, this franchise, this world. We've been asking for an evil peach, a wah peach, a wah daisy. We've wanted this for years. <laughs> You'll never get your Waluigi uh, video game. I know. It's a stupid idea. And the saddest thing is, I know, I would just have to wait for Miyamoto to unfortunately Watch, pass you're... away before we got something like that. And when you're 40, you'll finally get one. Woo. Yay. What the hell? <laughs> I think one of our neighbors is having a birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, it's President's Day. Is it? Oh, yeah, huh. That was the inane holiday we decided to use as yep. an excuse to not have to go to work. <laughs> I've done a, a pretty good job of taking the politics and the crazy stuff that's going on in the world out of it. I'm pissed because the banks are closed, and that means I don't get paid till tomorrow. I know, you're fucking rich. <laughs> I hate you for it. I'm not rich. <laughs> you're richer than me. You're richer than most of us listening. Uh, <laughs> and you worked hard. I didn't, thank you. It was that one ruined Ruby video. I knew it would do good. Yeah. I will, I will review Volume 9 of Ruby, but I'm going to wait for it all to be done. But I, I was kind of curious... Since this is my podcast, mm -hmm. and you are my guest, woo! <laughs> well, I haven't done a podcast with you, uh -huh. but I'm sure it worked the same way. Probably. Um, and of course, you bring in all your fans, and your fans are the ones listening, and I'm actually just a minuscule, you yeah, know, no, just no. doing nothing. They love you. Yeah, they they love me. They, they love you. <laughs> but they love me in those short burst rounds that you do with the Ruby stuff. Yeah, it's easier to edit around you. <laughs> you cut a lot of stuff out. It's a lot of just, we've babbled about nothing. And I remember at the time when we were like drinking, it was a really interesting, intriguing conversation. But when I'm editing and we talk for like 40 minutes after the episode ended about something not even related to any topic at hand. I'm just like, well, none of this is usable. <laughs> and yeah, you probably should cut all that out. And that's why I'm like, yeah, we'll do the podcasts. Then we can talk about our weird, random stuff. Yep. <laughs> uh, something I do want to talk about, and this is not garbage age material, or this would be more garbage age material. Hmm. But UAPs in the U.S. government shooting them down, uh, along with Russia and China also a, talking about this. For the people who might not know, what is a UAP? A <laughs> an unidentified aerial project phenomenon. Phenomenon. It's a UFO. So <laughs> the reason why we don't use the term UFO, and if I do do a garbage eggs, I'll I'll rework this and try and make it more special. But right now we're just enjoying garbage or 
Coffee Co- break. Yeah. God, I'm stuck in this weird world. <laughs> <laughs> you never do know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, at first, it was the Chinese spy balloon that we destroyed over North Carolina. And then in that following weekend, because we shot it down, we saw it Thursday, shot it down Friday mm-hmm. over by the Atlantic. Yes. Right? Because Canada wanted us to. No, we chose to. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> then we started seeing from Saturday to Sunday three other objects mm-hmm. that are floating over Alaska, the Yukon, and Canada itself, which was like the border of Canada. And so if we're shooting them down, that means they're crash landing somewhere, right? Yes. What's in the wreckage? Well, that's the weirdest part. Is so we sent out teams, mm-hmm. right? The Chinese balloon had the FBI because this, the FBI works here. They have their sanction here. Yeah. They cannot go offshores. Yes. They they could, but they have no jurisdiction. They need to like they need paperwork. Need to ask permission. We worked with uh, Justin Trudeau, who is the Prime Minister of Canada. Isn't it Trudeau? Trudeau. Sorry. I don't. I'm I'm literally guessing. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, and. He was also like, yeah, take this thing down. Uh-huh. And so we shot down these three other ones. But of course, they're in these reaches that are so far. And we're still kind of in the winter, spring. Uh, way up in the mountains and where it's, it's like... it's been a week. It's hard to find them. And we've called off the search. Mm. But it makes no sense. Do you think it's aliens? Well, a general came out and he said, no, it's not of extra ter- extraterrestrial origin. Well, just like they, in general to claim. <laughs> they have lied to us so many times. It's the Yerks. They're here with their slugs. They're going to take us over. It's weird because the way they describe it is hexagonal, metallic, yeah. uh, floating in a spot that is of civilian concern. There's certain uh, degrees or heights that commercial flights can fly through or private, right? Also, here's the weird thing, because they use this as an excuse to shoot them down. They're Uh they're a danger to people. Mm -hmm. They're also like, um, one was like the size of a car, while the other one was the size of multiple school buses. Okay. So a bit of a different range. They (laughs) also have one strange characteristic to all those reports of the Tic Tac, Mm -hmm. which they revealed in 2016 and 2021, that we were actually dealing with these weird... UAPs mm-hmm. is that they once they realize that we're there, they start pulling off these maneuvers that no yeah. civilian nor high technology aircraft can ever pull off. These G's that these guys are hitting, whatever this is, right? Mm-hmm. It would tear the flesh off a human. Yeah, it's like it's when you it, if you see the Tic Tac video, which is a pretty famous uh, mm-hmm. instance of seeing a UFO. Um, it's does its thing and the guy's following it and then it just goes left and it in the view of the camera that filmed it it looks like it would be slow um the thing is it's a distance away and he doesn't follow it as it moves to the left because it is so fast their technology cannot keep up also remember in that video he's flying like an f20 yeah and that's a fast fighter jet. Yeah, right? you, you could fake these things. You could. This could just be a whole bunch of fake hubbub to distract us from other important things that well, should be discussed. Now you're just opening <laughs> more doors to conspiracies. And that 
that I don't want to talk about on Coffee Break. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I, I find it very interesting and fascinating. You know what else I found fascinating? Hmm. South Park's return. Yeah, South Park's new season's here. I've been having fun with it. I loved it. I I I like South Park a lot. I love Cupid Yay. Cupid Yay. <laughs> um, a we little were... tongue in cheek, if that was not the course of South Park to a begin bit, with. A bit obvious. <laughs> uh i we watched their specials the... yes so they, they they have a contract with paramount plus to make 24 films yeah they've made four of them yes. they're both two-parters which i found interesting and the films themselves are actually kind of funny yeah i liked the uh what was it like the the pandemic special yeah and, then and pandemic the post-pandemic like the second like that was the, a great one yeah the return of the pandemic yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, i love the streaming wars it has you think it has to do with people streaming the internet but it has to do with streaming rights of water and streaming services it's very smart yes. how it ties the two themes together in a cohesive way <laughs> gets into a gnarly fight there's a murder yeah 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 um, Streaming but, Wars gets really gross in the second part, uh, but it's South Park. You know what you're getting into. <laughs> when was the first time you watched South Park? When was the first time I watched South Park? I had seen like bits and pieces here and there growing up, mostly just like quick shots. I guess I was in high school. Nice. Um, I don't remember the episode. It was uh, when Karkman's mom got the dog trainer to help Teach her how to make Cartman not be a little shit. <laughs> Didn't work. And she trained him like he was a dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> South Park is uh, sometimes distasteful, yes. but that's kind of the point of the comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first saw South Park, I knew it was an adult's cartoon show. Mm-hmm. A little more edgier than uh, Family Guy, which I was watching the reruns of the first three seasons on Adult Swim. See, I watched South Park before I watched Family Guy. Here's the fun part about Family Guy. Mm -hmm. Those who remember it being on Adult Swim, I'm sure it's still there for reruns, mm -hmm. but Fox canceled it. They were like, this is trash. No one's watching it. So kids my age, we would stay up and watch Adult Swim mm -hmm. and we would watch Family Guy. And they're like, oh my god, these kids love Family Guy. <laughs> and so Fox was like, oh, because they sold the rights for the syndication mm -hmm. to Cartoon Network. And they're like, oh my god, kids are actually watching this. It's not the adults that were the target. It was us. Like tweens and teens. <laughs> yep. And we were watching it and we helped revive that thing. Mm -hmm. The and fact it's still going is kind of annoying. Yeah, Seth MacFarlane I don't think likes it much no, anymore. No, he does not. He, uh... Yeah, I'm just... Man, I really like Seth. I do too. I was Whenever thinking... I get a moment, I love to sit down and just listen to him. I was, yeah, he does amazing singing, singing, dancing, and he highly intelligent. I was thinking about how I've never watched Sing or Sing Two, but I was like, I'm amazed I never watched Sing because he's in it and he sings in it, and I love it when he sings. <laughs> he's a huge fan of classical Broadway. Yeah, he does like Sinatra songs and stuff. And that shows up in all his shows. Mm -hmm. um, South Park, I remember I was in a Walmart. Yeah. It was about 2004. Were they just showing South Park on TV? No, in I found a box set of the first season. Oh. On DVD. Wow. That Yeah, DVDs were still the best thing you can get. Yep. Right? And 
I asked my mom, can I buy this with my allowance? And she was like, sure. Because she had already seen South Park. <laughs> but didn't want to tell my dad because he was super heavily hardcore censored. I wasn't allowed to play rated M games. Mom's I was still really cool scared like to play rated M games around him when I was 18. Ooh. Um, so I sat down with my childhood best friend. We'd watch South Park. Nice. And we would laugh. Or, There's an episode where it's Jesus fighting Satan. Yeah. And they take bets. And the ending, everyone goes for Satan. Satan's just this big buff red dude, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jesus just this twink. Just this little guy. <laughs> this twink hippie. And only the kids are with Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole town has lost the re- there's overtures of religion being lost, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, Satan's gonna kick your ass. So Satan goes in the round, right, with Jesus. Yeah. Jesus takes one weak little punch, hits him. That was my elbow. Um, <laughs> worker's elbow. And knocks him out. Jesus wins the fight. Yeah. Who really wins the whole fight? Satan. Satan was the only one who betted against himself. Wow. And took all the money. And they're like, you can't do that. And he goes, fuck you. I'm fucking Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Takes all the money and goes back to hell. And the boys are like, well, we've always been with Jesus. And Jesus is like, you guys were always there. Cute. As a a middle schooler watching that, it was so funny. I bet. I actually, so I watched South Park. It wasn't until the games came out that I really started getting into South Park. Mm -hmm. Um, the uh, fractured butthole. Yep. Uh, Hole but fractured. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, there was the other one <laughs> where they were like superheroes. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, once once that show got into the superhero stage of it, mm-hmm. I left. Yeah. And I did not come back until the pandemic. And now they have shorter seasons. They're about six to eight episodes. Yes. And they actually tell a full story. Mm-hmm. And watching those movies, they, they are continuations of the story. Yes. Um, I've always loved South Park. I I think it's raunchy, funny. It's been a hot second since they've had one of those video games, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. I wonder if they're still working on it, or if they're yeah. just focusing on the show. Everybody's all a little messed up right now. Yeah, true. <laughs> Animal Control, the new Joe, J- Joel? Joel. Hale. Hale. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Yes. Jesus, I'm so sorry. This is us uh, figuring out anything. <laughs> this is totally just making noises at each other until we one of something in one of our brains clicks. <laughs> is that now what talking is? I guess so. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was a fun one. Oh yeah, it was nice. It was neat. I was. It wasn't too impressive. It has a better launch pad than Fletch. Yes. But I'm going to argue where we left off with season two of Fletch. Uh-huh. I was actually really uh, kind of digging it. I thought Fletch had a, finally built these characters out. I think a third season would do a very good... I'm very excited to see if they do that. I think they might not. the introduction of... What is her name? Barbara Fletch? Yeah, Barbara Fred Fletch. Bringing Jeez. her in. She's a, a good addition to the cast. Yes. And rounds she, it out a bit better. She furthers... Uh, not shrub. Uh, Kelsey. Casey? Casey? Katie. Kate. Kelly. Kelly. Of, it's Kelly. And she also ties everyone together a lot better. Because yes. she interacts with everyone in the town. Yep. Um, no, Fletch is fine. I think this one had better characters. like a- off Animal the Control? Yeah, Animal Control. Yes, you have a stronger cast. 
I'll be it's honest. It's also another like sitcom in the vein of The Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah, there's no... Um, this must have started as a spinoff for Parks and Rec. There's no... Do you remember there was animal control in there? Oh, there was. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. Andy Samberg was one of them. I actually thought that one just kid was Andy Samberg for a second. Me one of too. the characters in here. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what made me start thinking. Like, I was like, this is supposed to be a spinoff, but something happened. I'm going to be honest. Joel McHale, I feel like, was the weakest character. Right with it. He felt very uh, going through the motions. He's going through emotions, but I think his uh, line delivery, having community, Mm -hmm. and all of that TV work behind him already, scripted TV work, that he's also, before he started as an actor, he was a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. So he does actually have that beat. He knows when to hit it. I'm just wondering if he's just getting a little bit older. Or maybe just because a lot of his jokes in this episode weren't like, they were visual gags. He didn't really have anything well, to say that would make it more he's funny. He's supposed to be that stern jerk. Yeah. This was only the pilot. True. I really wish it would come out with a second episode along I know. with it. I know. If it gets, you get a much better grasp on the show if yep. you can see the first two episodes. But I do recommend it. If you love uh, Parks and Rec and you love The Office. I would uh, put it more akin to like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Honestly. It's a weird amalgamation of the two. It's because there's no um, interview moments in it. Yeah, they cut that out. Yeah. But there's some funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to keep watching that. One of our favorite shows came back. It's it's happening again. Tournament of Champions. T-O-C. With Guy Fieri. All the chefs are back. <laughs> 32 chefs. Uh, we're missing the Volatagios. Yes. That was kind of weird. I wonder if they wanted to take the break, or I feel like they wouldn't want to bother if they couldn't beat Brooke Williams. Because every season they want to she's, beat her. She's, yeah, still the, but she the took, crowning champion. But she took this year off, so she's not the crowning champion. She only won the first season. Is it Cobra? Uh, Cobra you, Bubbles? You keep calling her Kate Cobra. Her name is Cat Cora. <laughs> I just don't want to correct you because I know who you're talking about. I, she also strikes hard, man. It's uh, Tiffany Faison, Sweet Tea. She's oh, a, yes. She's yes. a great champion. And last, she took it from her. Last season was Manit Shohan, the Spice Queen. I have no memory. <laughs> She'll show up probably in this next episode. Uh, if you guys like MasterChef, there's a lovely cameo for yeah. a chef in there it's graham elliott graham elliott looking good he's looking really good you can tell he's lost a lot of weight yep he's gotten healthier. happy mm-hmm. um in his prime now i would say maybe a little past his prime like a prime steak <laughs> no he, he did a great job mm-hmm. I, I don't want to spoil anything yeah. for those who love cooking shows uh-huh. it's a good fight it's my favorite cooking show it seeing you know, professionals just going all out with having fun. Very specific uh, rules to follow per yep. cook they do. Yep. Just so creative and interesting. But then that gets us to what's a bad cooking show? It's next level chef. This oh, the second season started, and I was so hoping they'd be able to refine it, and they haven't. It's the same thing. I was sitting there in the chair this morning, just trying to watch that first episode, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Gordon is not interested. No. The other two chefs are like, this is my chance. I can do something. Yeah. And all the contestants are like, 
we're professional chefs. And it's like, you're not. You are fucking not. I think the thing is, every single contestant acts like they are the main character. Yes. And it just means everyone is doing the same performance. Mm -hmm. And no one stands out. And, and there's so many of them, too. There is. There's, like, fucking 40 people. That's maybe an exaggeration. But it's it's over 20, for sure. Yeah. And I can't remember... There's three teams. ...a single one of them. <laughs> what's what's crazy is you take one of those losers. Mm-hmm. And I mean this. Loser. Pluck them out. Throw them in TOC. Yeah, yeah. Find out what happens. The because thi- you, they don't survive. And the gimmick of the whole thing just makes no sense. It'll be like, here, make a dish... Uh, there's no limitation other than it needs to have vegetables in it. And there's, like, everyone makes vastly different things. Can I describe what happens in this show? Yeah. So there's three teams with three mm, team leads. Mm -hmm. Gordon Ramsay, of course. Right, he's the face of it. Yeah. Uh, Blaze. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't remember her name. (sighs) Ah. But she's also uh, a celebrity chef. Mm-hmm. You, she, you, you would recognize her if you saw her. <laughs> she, all three of them get these contestants who are handpicked through rigorous auditions. And they go into this stage where it's three stories tall. The very top of all three stories, it's a kitchen. Yeah. The very top is the most immaculate. Yeah. The middle one is just like it's a regular kitchen it's your kitchen at home uh-huh. and then the bottom one is they call the basement and that's the whole point it's supposed to be dirty and dungy and you don't have nearly as great utensils uh-huh. and you don't have great uh equipment yeah like, like your from knives your oven the fridge more your knives. dull yep yeah and depending on where your team goes you move down to those different levels but it's also randomized through this elevator that they have to take yeah um from the very top, <coughs> this, like, there's this level. This like table thing. That goes up and down like an elevator and it holds all the ingredients. So the first or the, the highest level gets the first choice. Yeah. And if they grab something, that's it. Mm-hmm. It goes down to the middle. So ideally at the bottom... You would have, you would have less, the shit options. Yeah, you would have less choices. But every single time... Somebody forgets something. Yeah, some amazing, immaculate piece of yeah. something makes it all the way to the bottom. And I remember in the first season, somebody left a filet mignon. Filet mignon. Yeah. On the, and it made it all the way to the bottom. And it's just like, when they grabbed it, they're like, that makes no sense Like, how does this get past everybody? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're a chef, you would... Go for it. And the thing is, because... And it's like a million different ingredients. Like, there's 30 fucking characters. You know, 10 per team-ish. Mm-hmm. And they're all making something completely different. Yeah. Like, one person is sitting there yeah, making, like, no... scallops. The other person's making, like, a, a, a whole-ass T-bone. Yep. Another person made, like, a vegan meal. The, the thing is... It's impossible to compare Despite what them. level you're on and what team you're with, you grab your ingredients and you create whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And, it's and just, then at the end, they all convene in this weird, like, dining hall. Yeah. The chefs eat it. And they're like, yeah. Like a blind tasting. And they're like, yeah, it's it's good. Or it's dog shit. You always have, like, the lightest outside. of criticism. Yeah. And then they go outside and they just talk shit to each other. Uh-huh. And they come back and they're like, you suck, you suck, and you suck. Go cook. 
Yeah. And then their teams just scream and yell at them as they're trying to cook, even though they're the worst fucking chefs. And then so. suddenly, then that's what they have to do, like the same, like, like the yeah, same. Yeah, they have to actually each other. try and perfect something. It'd be like if someone handed you like IGN's top 100 fucking list of video games. Nice. These games <laughs> are not comparable to each other. How do you compare something like Undertale to God of War to Mario 64? It's near impossible, other than based on opinion. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Hold on. God of War was on that list. Yeah. I was frustrated. Yeah. Because I play God of War. I love God of War. I haven't played Ragnarok. Um, that's just me personally. It's going to be sad. That's the thing. Like, when you know it's going to be sad. Yeah, it's going to hurt me in a different way. Mm-hmm. But I love God of War. I've always followed Kratos. Um, I'm glad that he's the, the face of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But they put God of War, and I was like, which one? And I had to read the whole description before I get to, like, halfway through this fucking paragraph in Norse. Yeah. There are two God of Wars. Like, There's the original. Put a parenthesis with a, and the with a date on it. You or know? the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they put Resident Evil 2 on there, but mm. they made it very clear it was the RE remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. IGN. Subpar. Breath of the Wild, <laughs> my fucking ass. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, Lion King 2, Pride of Simba. This is on here because I wanted to talk to you and have an intervention. Ooh. What? <laughs> I'm sick of watching it. We've only seen it twice. I'm together. still sick of it. But I really like you it. You are not one, one of us. I really... Shut up. I like that movie a lot. I know a lot of people think it's dumb. And it is. It is. In many ways. Very much. But I've always... I have a soft spot in my heart for it. I like... I like the new lions. I like the evolution. You, you know what other <laughs> Disney movie we watched this week? Huh? Lilo and Stitch. That's a good one. Great soundtrack. That's a... Well, yeah, I mean, a million the king of rock and roll is kind of a different thing. No, even like the original songs, you know? Like Mihailo No Lilo, the first one that plays when she's swimming in the ocean and she's giving the fish. Oh, the is song. that her original song? Yeah. I thought that was just part of the culture. No, and then the uh, the other one when they're like surfing together, mm-hmm. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Yep. That was another original. Cute. Good songs. <laughs> I, I love Stitch. I'm so excited that it's going to get remade as live action. Yes. this We were talking about this. I'm excited for it. I do want it. Stitch, despite the fact that Lilo and Stitch is actually a financial failure. People loved it. It got a whole cartoon. It has multiple spinoff movies. Yeah, there's like four movies. Yep. It's crazy. And you gotta <laughs> figure it out, because there's also just like Stitch and Stitch 2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's Lilo and Stitch. Leroy and Stitch. Leroy and Stitch, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's different <laughs> ones. Um, Lion King 2, not that great. I like it. I Lion know King. why. I The first time I heard people saying that they didn't like it, I was like, what? No. <laughs> Lion King 1 and a half? Awful. Shut up. Terrible. The remake of Lion King, we call it the live action. Yeah. The only thing alive is the fucking pixels. But... <laughs> the only thing alive are the animators who had to CG this entire thing. No, I think thing. they're dead too. I think they they called it quits. <laughs> and now we're doing a prequel to that one? I know. Called, I... You, know, you ready? I swear to God, if Disney didn't name this, it would have been a better name. Huh. Mufasa. 
the Lion King. No. In case you weren't aware of who Mufasa was. As opposed to all those other Mufasas. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many Mufasas. I'm so confused. Wait, do you mean the one that's a cat? (laughs) I like the live action Lion King. Everyone's complaints about it. There's like, the animals don't emote. They don't look like they're emoting. And I'm like, yeah. Because they're fucking animals, idiot. When you ask for a, when you ask for a live action and they try to make it look as real as possible, they're not going to be emoting like cartoons. And I've seen like the edits that make them look just exactly like their cartoon versions. Oh, I bet it's fugly. It's so ugly. It's like looking at like, like the live action Scooby-Doo, you know? Scooby's animation as that horrible CG hey, you know monster. What? Back it was there. the 2000s. We had nothing else going on. It's like when I'm like, like, have none of these idiots seen Homeward Bound? The one about the two dogs and the cat? They don't emote in the movie either. You want to know why? Because they're animals. Their emotions don't emote like cartoons do. Or snow buddies. <laughs> yeah. Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. For news, I Am Legend 2 is confirmed. It will... Okay. Hold on. I don't like the first one. It's not even close to the fucking book. Go read the book. You're going to come back feeling very disappointed and angry. Yes. And also, you might want to slap somebody. Also, the so... Will Smith died in the end of the first one. So, they're retconning that because they filmed two different endings. And they're just... There's one where he survives, and the theatrical cut is where he dies. And they're just quietly pretending that part never happened. Yep. <laughs> and that it, he survives. And it'll be years later where his son has grown what? up. What? Years. Years after the first years. one? Wow. That's and his so son's sp- grown what up. What a creative and interesting direction. <laughs> and he's become this handsome, muscular black man named Michael B. Jordan. Why does Michael B. Jordan keep doing these? Why does he keep doing these films? What? Why were you in Space Jam 2? <laughs> that was funny. That I, was That funny... was the only good joke, but there was no punchline. It was just, it's, get it? It's the wrong Michael Jordan. But it was still funny. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's happening. I'm not too happy. No, I don't uh, think anyone cares. Live action How to Train Your Dragon in 2025. I've heard they're really struggling with this one. How? They just announced it. I'm going to be honest. I don't think every movie needs a live-action adaptation. If anything, I think more live-action movies need to be adapted into animation. You heard it here, and that was Coffee Break. (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I don't know how you could make How to Tame Your Dragon better with live-action. You know how you make it better? How? That's right. I know what you guys are all thinking. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> what if? Hear me. We reboot Hellboy. <laughs> it's just we re- <coughs> I remember like ten years ago. Announced today. Yeah. The third iteration of Hellboy. A new The reboot. Crooked Man. A new version. Will be It's not gonna be Ron Perlman and, and it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna be, be that guy from Stranger uh, Things. It's like who's the other man? The Red Guardian. <laughs> It's, I, uh, Speaking of Marvel, I'm just gonna gloss a over that. I remember when. Do you remember Alvin and the Chipmunks? That movie. Yeah, well, wasn't it uh, James Marston? James Marston. No, it's NPH. 
No. No. What are you talking about? The Alvin the Chipmunks live action movie? Oh, it's a... Uh, Who's playing Kristen Dave? Bell's husband. Um, Kristen Bale's... No. C- C- Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Um, he was in Mallrats. He was also Earl in My Name is Earl. No, he's not. No, that's not him. No, that's Dave. I'm talking... That's the character I'm talking Hi, about. I'm Dave. <laughs> Who's Dave? <laughs> I'm Dave. No, I remember when Alvin the Chipmunks was coming out, I thought to myself, Hollywood really has no more ideas. Now, in hindsight, oh, how naive I was. <laughs> how now, bad it can get. they really have no new ideas. <laughs> well, the MCU. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a few things to talk about. We'll get to the uh, ant really soon here. <laughs> but... Kevin Feige, the CEO, has admitted that there's too much Marvel content on Disney+. Plus. Yes. And that one of his things was, we need to give it time to shine. And I was like, yeah, instead of dropping... Five million things? Yes, because, like, look at Hawkeye. Hawkeye was a good show. It was. It was really fun and entertaining. It and it really pushed, was. It pushed that forward, right? But then what do we get after that? Ah, uh, what was it? Was it Miss Marvel? It was immediate. No, no, no. It's it's Moon Knight. Oh, it was Moon Knight first. It's just so overwhelming. You know, it's too much. It feels also, like homework. All you Moon Knight fans, where the fuck is he? Yeah, I'm sitting here waiting for Shang-Chi to finally come back. I would love to see Shang-Chi. I really like Shang-Chi, and now he's just vanished because they're too busy introducing all these other fucking losers. <laughs> so, I haven't talked about this guy. It's about DC. Zachary Levy. Boo. Who plays Shazam. Boo. He's an anti-vaxxer. Boo, he sucks, he's stupid. I think he might also be transphobic. What a dumb bitch. Boo. Wanted to say in an interview that he, his character, is like Deadpool of Marvel. How do you misread your own character that badly? Can I quote this piece of shit? Yes. Okay, Deadpool gets to sit outside... Sorry, quote. quote, Deadpool gets to sit outside of it and comment on all, comment on it all and have fun with it. God, he's not really smart, is he? Deadpool gets to sit outside of it and comment on it all and have fun with it all. Obviously, in a more R-rated, mature way, we do the same thing, just a little more family-friendly. What are you, end quote, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Is it because you made one? I, I thought about it, and I got this close. Hmm. Both white males. Both wear red suits. I can think of... That's it. I can think of one joke one, in... One's way fucking funnier and sexier than the other. Yes. <laughs> I can think of one joke in Shazam. It's when the evil guy is doing a big monologue, and they're flying in the middle of the sky, and the evil guy is doing his monologue, but then it cuts to Shazam, and the evil guy is too far away. And you can't really hear what he's saying. And he's like, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't hear you. You're too far. That's the closest thing I could think of as a joke that could be equated to something Deadpool might have. But that's a stretch. It's <laughs> a stretch and a half. What an idiot. What a Looking loser. at the trailer of Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, Which, it looks like cookie cutter bullshit. It does not interest me. You, you know, all these superhero if, movies. If you're gonna compare yourself to Deadpool, yeah. let's talk about Deadpool. Like you can, 
Like, that's the, that's the thing. Both films are so unique and unlike the other. Like, I can't just sit here and say all these superhero movies feel exactly the same. Because they don't. The Batman didn't. Uh, when Shazam, the first one, was coming out, it didn't. Mm -hmm. The Joker. You know, there are movies that are coming out that are superhero movies that don't feel like a cookie-cutter bullshit, but now... Now that we're, like, elbow deep in these multiverse stupid fucking franchises, they yeah. all feel the same. <laughs> I see Marvel spent ten years to build this idea, mm -hmm. and now everybody else wants to follow it. And Marvel's like, oh, yeah, I, I guess everybody wants it. And it's like, you're going to lose your fans. It's like, I don't. I don't. I, the idea my, of a multiverse disgusts me now. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> Little dog Anyways... I still love you, buddy. Um, when the MCU... God, shut up! They can't hear him scratching his <laughs> face. <laughs> when the MCU introduced Doctor Strange, I was like, you're going to lose so many people. Yeah. This is insane. I love Doctor Strange, but I'm also a nerd. Mm -hmm. So like, I will sit down and be like, oh, what is this? Let's piece this all back together. A common person who doesn't read comics or has any background understanding and just going to get the thrills of watching a movie. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to... introduce magic, and now you're going to introduce multiverses, which is second film, dude. And it's, like, connected to these, like, 20 other films you should have seen before. Mm -hmm. And they reference the 20 films that are coming after. It's just, it's a lot. It's way too like, much. Like, where do you start with this franchise, you know? I've... Iron Man. Ugh. And the biggest killer for me is that despite all these superhero movies, I feel like I'm never going to see the characters I actually want to see. I'm never going to see Solomon Grundy. I'm never going to see Kelly as Robin. I'm never going to see, like, Static Shock. They'll talk about these things, but they're not happening. They'll instead go back and do the third remake of Hellboy or do another new Batman. Do this fan service I, bullshit of all the old versions of them. <laughs> I totally forgot. This is not in my notes, but I was looking this up today. Hmm. The Flash season nine has begun. Yeah. This is the final, the end of the Arrowverse. Yes. The villain was revealed to hmm. be Red Death. Yeah. Which is a version of Batman who has failed every Robin, is disturbed by it, <laughs> holds the flash down it's such straps a... him to the car of the batmobile <laughs> and drives into the distance and together they become one thing this is a very angry batman that's a speedster i'm gonna be honest it's really stupid it's like edgy teenage boy well he works for the batman who laughs <coughs> yeah edgy teenage boy <laughs> well, that's kind of the point of that darker death metal I think we could do dark death metal concepts without being so, like... I think it's cool that the CW decided that Batman's going to be the final bad guy. It is interesting. It is neat. I will give him that. And it makes sense why he's going to have to go talk to Arrow. True. Are they going to bring back Steven? Mm-hmm. What? Crazy. <laughs> I wonder if he runs back in time and grabs him. That'd be pretty cool. Instead of having, like, this heaven thing. It also, now that it's coming to an end, I'm like, ah, oh, I should probably go back and we'll just rewatch the whole thing. How many? Se nine seasons? There's nine. Ugh, I remember we stopped uh, no, no, no. after five. We stopped in five. Yeah. I remember DeVoe. Wow. Right? Wow. See, you gotta be a DC fan to know who I'm talking about. But the Thinker? 
<laughs> he was the villain of season four. I remember I liked what they were doing with Plastic Man. Yeah, they got rid of him. Yeah, the actor was <laughs> not not so good. Yeah, <laughs> but I I think it's cool that uh, it's Batman. Yeah, and it's not even Batman. It's actually Batwoman. Yeah, which I think is a cool way to bring it back in because they had a Batwoman show, but mm-hmm. that only got like two seasons, uh, starring a lady named Ruby Rose. <laughs> she hated it. She dealt with so many problems. I bet. Okay, so gaming news. Yeah. Besides the IGN debacle, uh, Square Enid. <laughs> My favorite person, Square Enid. <laughs> Enid is on the square, but not on the levels. <laughs> Anyways, that's a ghost joke. Uh, square Enix has decided to give up on the Avengers. Yeah. They're like, look, we'll give you one update, one last update. And it will be, uh, uh, hold on, I'm trying to remember his name. Winter Soldier. Oh, really? And they modeled him after, uh... Sebastian Stan? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Which I was like, okay. I, I... But this is it, they're done. It's a failure. It's considered complete failure. Even the creative director left the company. He was like, this sucks, I'm leaving. It's so, well, it's like, it's weird. I don't know. It's this weird thing where, like, uh, these Marvel movies are coming out, and they're getting huge numbers, but such lukewarm compared to other things, I guess, but it's so, like, lukewarm, like, responses to it. Mm -hmm. It's like millions and millions of dollars, but everyone's like, meh, it was fine, you know? To to make this more tongue-in-cheek, I would say superhero films are, like, the new flavor of the month of Baskin-Robbins. Wow. Yeah. You're, that is accurate. <laughs> yeah. And I'm also pointing at something. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, I've got a problem. It's, it's just, it's... I wanted it to be better. It's tiresome. And I've already read the whole plot. I already know what's going on. Yeah. It also looks ugly as hell. Well, I don't understand how CG can be so advanced, but in Marvel especially, the CG looks like ass nowadays. Mm-hmm. They're over. I've heard that they're overworking and underpaying their animators. Yep. That's another thing. They gotta slow down. You're Marvel. You should be able to, like, knock it out of the park with this stuff. Why are you rushing out these half-assed messes? (laughs) So, along with uh, Avengers, which is a uh, multiplayer game Mm -hmm. where you can play as your favorite Marvel character and fight with your buddies. It's taken this long for them to bring in Winter Soldier. No wonder you're failing. (laughs) Especially Winter Soldier is your last one. Yeah. You couldn't... Like, what about Madam Web? What about, like, Miss and Marvel? And I, I had a whole rant about Madam Web earlier. Yeah. I'm not going to do it here because you guys aren't ready. Yeah. We can come back to Madam Web sometime. I, I already know a lot about this movie that hasn't even happened yet, but it's already filmed and you can't stop it. It's over. Yeah. It's too late. The, uh... Whether you want it or not, whether you want certain things or not, they've changed it. Mm-hmm. It's not what it's supposed to be. Um, just know that it's coming in the future, and we will talk about it when the time comes. Yes. Now, multiverse, which is... Multiverses. Multiverses, which is DC. It was huge for like a whole week. They have dropped down to an average of a thousand players per week. 
that not good. They just, they had, here's the thing, they had everyone's, like, eyes on them. Yep. Everyone cared. Everyone was playing. And then they released uh, LeBron James as a character, mm-hmm. which is fine. Sure. That Makes movie sense. just came out. And then they didn't, they, they just didn't do anything else. What were we watching where they brought up Space Jam Legacy? Uh, South Park. Was it South <laughs> they Park? were talking about how bad the future is because South Park, two, because Space Jam Two happened. <laughs> and it's kind of one of those weird things where it's like that that was a thing and it wasn't that good. No, like with multiverses, they had LeBron James, and then I think they had Morty or Rick, one of them, which again makes sense. But and, but after all that with Rollin, mm-hmm. another really really bad person. Yeah. And also, not a lot of... Like, Rick and Morty have already been on the decline in popularity. Yeah. People aren't interested. And then they... And if they released any other characters, I did not hear about it. Because no one was talking about the game anymore. It also made no sense to me that they would start out with uh, Arya. Yeah. Would you start with Arya? Of all Game of Thrones and House of Dragon characters, Mm -hmm. would you start with Arya? I, I'm not saying Arya doesn't belong. Yes, because I know Maisie Williams. Is that her name? Yes. Maisie. She does, she's doing like voice acting work, so it'd be very easy to get her into the booth. But, and she'd get her lines done. But. No, I'd pick Jon Snow. <laughs> I would go with Snow. Maybe, uh, you know, get a, a girl with a dragon in here. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> I literally named my new dog Aegon. Yeah. <laughs> because of how much I love Jon Snow. And I think, you know, they made a lot of weird choices. Like, ah, we have, we can do all of these WB characters. Here's two different Scooby-Doo characters. Shaggy and Velma. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Velma. Uh-huh. How's that going? <laughs> I've had to redact, and if you look at uh, last week's episode, and you go through, uh, just looking at what I've written there, uh-huh. I wrote a special addendum saying I missed um, announcing it because hmm. it's not actually official. What? Season two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they were actually in production. I considered it at that time that they were actively going forward with it. Mm-hmm. They don't have the funding. Warner Brothers Discovery is not going to fund them. They're doing very, very poorly. Warner Brothers? Discovery. WBD? Yeah. I mean, you look at the shit they're, they are funding, like Ruby X Justice League crossover. And you look at that and you're like, this is... You put your money into this one? <laughs> With the company that's already failing? <clears throat> Even before everyone found out that they were horrifically racist and transphobic and were abusing their animators. I, I will I will give the team of Rooster Teeth uh, a pat on the back for one thing. Hmm. Super Sons. Yeah, I, it looks like the Rooster Teeth animation. Genlock. But it's not credited as a Rooster Teeth animated yeah, project. even they are like, get that away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it definitely, and, like, you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's... And it, it's, <laughs> it's actually a really good superhero film Mm -hmm. where it has to do with damian wayne yeah and jonathan kent yeah and they have to fight starro yeah it's always starro (laughs) well i kind of liked it because the way that the deal with starro it was cute 
was Starro infects the Justice League space station. Yeah, then they gotta fight their dads. And they they switch so they can actually change Mm -hmm. how they do it. Yeah. And then Starro is just not dying. But they saved all the Justice League. We also got Crypto in there, which was cool. Crypto, yep. And uh, Jor-El. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jor-El's there. We see some of the, we see some of the Teen Titans, including yeah. Wally West, which I was like, it's not like we're gonna see Wally West. And then he but showed up like a minute later. If like, you guys oh, haven't yeah. seen this, it's on HBO, and it's actually a really fun movie. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's a cute little. And <laughs> the boys actually do save the day, mm-hmm. but ultimately in the end, they decide the only way to destroy Starro is destroy the space station mm-hmm. that they're stuck in because. They're not that great. They're just boys. Yeah. And Starro's attached to the damn thing. And they go, why don't we just plummet it to the Earth and use the Earth's atmosphere to yeah. burn up Starro? Because they find out it's like fire is the only thing that really hurts them. And they do it. Yeah. Is and it? it was mean. And they sit there and they watch Oblivion. It's not as like dark as you're implying. Well, of it course. Is. It's very cute. Of course. Very cartoony. Dad. <laughs> Both dads show up and they're like... The first thing they realize after they take off their Starro things uh-huh. is, what about the boys? It's like, where's the boys? Yeah, that's like, yeah. And they go off and go grab the boys. Very cute stuff. Um, but it was, I loved it. I actually loved it. It was, my, my, it was that relationship of Batman versus Superman. Hmm. My biggest thing is I don't like Damien and I wanted Connor. So <laughs> literally the, the worst option for both of their sons was what we got. <laughs> I thought it was weird that they... Damien... Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> the lack of Connor. Yeah. It's a different story use... where it's like an actual son of theirs. Like Lois got pregnant. Yes. Know? And that's Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. Named after his grandfather. But yeah, where where the fuck is Connor? Yeah. And they have so many different universes that it's like, eh, it's just one of the ones where Connor wasn't there. Unless they want to do a sequel, they introduce but Connor. Here's my, and my problem with it: if the we, older brother syndrome. <laughs> if we were to introduce the idea of those before them, mm-hmm. Connor would be there. Mm-hmm. And Connor would be smacking the shit out of that eyeball. Connor and Nightwing. and Dick Grayson. Woo. Dick Grayson would be ripping that thing off. Yeah. But that's not what this story is, and you just got to take it on face value, and it's very fun. Uh, so yeah, long story short, Multiverses is not doing too good. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, WBD, failing. These games, uh... Is there any games coming out this week? Nothing I saw that was important. Yeah. Uh, games as a service. So these are games just like Multiverse, uh... Anything you're playing on your app, mm-hmm. Genshin. Mm-hmm. Um, Genshin um, is still going. They introduced a new one, the that company, mm-hmm. which is it's just Genshin again, but now this time it's space instead of fantasy, which means instead of having characters with big cute fox ears, now you have characters with big cute alien antenna. It's so different. It looks so totally different. What are you talking about? Yeah, they made a new one. It's yeah. the same thing, but now yeah. it's Have you space. seen the Avengers and the Guardians? <laughs> <laughs> um, games as a Service, a G-A-A-S. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what else falls under this? Just like all Apex. acting and stuff? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about it? This format that we've now had to deal with mm-hmm. is coming down and dwindling and it's dying. I mean, yeah. They use, like. I was reading this really interesting article about someone who actually reviews these games and enjoys them. Mm-hmm. And they were defending it. And I was like, okay, I'll listen to your your ideas here. But no, yeah, it's over. That loot box system, no one wants it anymore. Do you remember how bad the loot box system was? Do I you remember... remember when they started passing federal laws? Yeah, because it was considered gambling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's a underlying problem here. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Like, these games, there's no story. Because of the loot box system, it's basically just weird collect-a-thons. But rather than like a Pokemon game where you can go out and collect everything as per your own skill, it's you spend millions of dollars and hope your lottery numbers lands in the right way and you happen to get the exact thing you need. And more often than not, they'll give you just like repeats of the same crappy characters that you don't need. (laughs) Pokemon has touched on this subject, Mm -hmm. but... They never went fully in. Yeah. And I kind of know why. Because they, they know it's a bad place to go into. Because <laughs> Nintendo's not stupid. Yeah. They're they not... are not dumb. <laughs> they're they not... aren't money-hungry bastards who sell their IPs to HBO. Yeah, the most they have, the closest to It was that. a dig at The Last of Us. Yeah. <laughs> I love The Last of Us. Uh, the, I guess the closest Nintendo has is that, like, Cafe Remix. Mm-hmm. But even then... It's unplayable. I know, I hate it. And every single time there's a Pokemon Direct, everyone's sitting there eagerly on the edge of their seats, and they have to show us the new Pokemon entering the cafe and cafe remix. And it's like, oh. Oh, what is it this time? Lickitung? Yeah, that makes sense in a fucking cafe. (laughs) Okay, coming up this week. A lot of movies I don't care about oh cocaine bear have you heard about cocaine bear i've heard (laughs) way too much about cocaine bear i saw an ad for the first time like two days ago and i'm like interesting (laughs) i think it's weird this is the last performance of ray liotta oh yeah ray liotta um most famous for Goodfellas. Yes. He has. He had very, very beautiful, long eyelashes. He was a very handsome man. Blue eyes, fair yes. skin. Yes, yes, yes. Cool uh, dude. If you've never seen... Whoa, shit, what the fuck was the movie? I just lost it in my head. Goodfellas? Goodfellas. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's my favorite gangster film of all time. Yeah, and lots of people. It, it's, the, it's a gateway. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking gateway. It's a good story. Great, and great it's very fun. fun. Mm-hmm. And he himself, the character that Ray Liotta plays, mm-hmm. is not a gangster, but he is a gangster. He's not Italian. Yeah, he's caught He's in not it. a mafioso. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just a gopher. One of their chumps. It's also essence. stupidly funny. It's very While funny. being gross. Yes. Great film. 10 out of 10. Uh, I didn't know he was in Cocaine Bear. <laughs> this is his last thing he did. And Yeah. And here's How the weird thing. How long has this thing been in production? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> As we're talking about it, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, what? he passed away a while ago. It was like two years ago, I think. Or maybe early last year. So basically a bear 
snorts cocaine and starts killing people. Yeah, it's it is a, based on a true story. Yes, just <laughs> insane. It looks like a very dumb, funny, weird slasher. Yeah, it's a slasher. It's a <laughs> it's a thriller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, comedy forward. It looks like. Yeah, I kind of. I mean, see with it. the concept <laughs> of a wild black bear snorting cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't have that comedy side if you're being realistic, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have the Jesus Revolution. Okay. Uh, mummies. Mummies, I'm very excited for. This is an animated film. Who's doing it? Who's making this one? Do you remember? Oh, uh, God. It's, it's nobodies. They... It's a team of nobodies that worked with uh, Illumination and Pixar. Cool. Not Pixar, uh, DreamWorks. Cool. And it's about mummies who are resurrected mm-hmm. in modern times. They got very snazzy, sleek designs for their characters. Uh, Sean Bean's in there. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> it looks... I, I don't think he can die because he's a mummy. <laughs> Is he going to be one of the mummies? <laughs> Why would he not be? I don't know. He would be the pharaoh. I don't know. Well, maybe. <laughs> Do you remember that joke? Wait, what joke? You have to give more context than just that joke. <laughs> we were watching the show on Discovery. And it was about, uh, it's called Undiscovered. And they're talking about the pyramids and tombs of ancient Egypt. And they're like, if you take a ruler here and you line up oh God, the yeah. whole thing. They were doing this whole like mathematical 12-part equation that involves an aerial view of the entire land. And they're like, it's intricately layered out to line up with the solar equinox and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't think Egyptians had rulers like that. And you turn to me and go, no, they had rulers back then. They were called pharaohs. <laughs> and I was so angry. <laughs> I walked out of the room. I was like, nope, she's mad. Oh, my God, your dad jokes. Oh, they hurt sometimes. <laughs> um, There's nothing else. I mean, you got to... Nice plethora of films, but that that's it. Yeah, I mean that that's it. Yeah. So box office trolls. Box office trolls. What a surprise! Number one in the box office, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Leap, Quantumania, Marvel. It's what a surprise. <laughs> so number one, here in North America, I already saw that it made quite a sum all over the world. Mm-hmm. But in North America, it's uh, 105.5 million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. It did well. (laughs) That's doing great. Number two, Avatar, The Way of Water. Jesus, fuck, this won't leave. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Here, again, once again, North America. Uh-huh. 657.4 so far. Oof. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Wow, Puss in Boots the... is still in theaters. Yep. Wow. The, nothing else came out since all these movies. I guess. And Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to fight MCU. That's true. Because even though it's not getting great reviews, it's getting numbers. And everyone knows that. People will opt for Marvel if they can. Knock at the Cabin in the Woods. Uh, 80 for Brady. I was on my scooter. I'm, I'm still going strong with the scooter, okay? Yeah. I'm running into some issues, but I love my scooter. It's the coolest thing What in the world. about 80 for Brady? <laughs> Came by a bus stop, and I was looking at it, and you know how they put, like, posters and shit in there? Mm-hmm. 
Did you see one for 80 for Brady? I saw a poster, a gigantic poster for 80 for Brady in front of a Petco that nobody goes to. Ooh. (laughs) Next to a T-Mobile, by the way. Oh. Um... Yeah, I thought that was funny. Titanic number seven. That's so stupid. <laughs> Marlowe for number eight. Missing. A Man Called Otto. Megan, number 11. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah, it came out this week, finally. At number 12, making 1.4 million. Winnie the Pooh has one line of dialogue. I know that. It's the last line in the whole movie. There's no dialogue through the whole thing? No, there like other people talk, but Winnie doesn't. Not until the very end. Do you wanna know what he says? Sure. He's standing over like somebody he's killed, like the final person or whatever, and he goes, Now who's a silly old bear? That's what they did with him. Well done, Winnie. <laughs> what a great film that everyone will be clamoring for. <laughs> Plain of an age and amazing Murray's. Really, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So, we should have ended the podcast at this point. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you my love affair for Winnie the Pooh. Go ahead. <laughs> I love Winnie the Pooh. I know. It's... He's a cutie. He's dude, a sweetie. Dude, he's been... He's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay? I had a giant plush doll that was about my size right and he could take his shirt off cute and i would take his shirt off his little red shirt and i would wear it on myself cute i get it (laughs) when i went to disneyland as a kid i've been to disneyland multiple times but the first time i went there i found him and he comes out to give me a hug yeah and there's video footage of this and I run up to him, and I hit him as hard as I can. Just body him. I just a wanted hug. to hug him. <laughs> and I knocked the actual character actor over because I'm so excited to hug Winnie the Pooh. I bet they get knocked over a lot. I also think it's probably hard to stay upright in some of those outfits. <laughs> Five years later, I'm seven years old. Yeah. I see him again. I do the same thing. No. <laughs> I love Winnie the Pooh. He's my favorite. I think this uh, movie is all just for like the shock value. Like there was no I, real I'm thought. not happy with it. Just don't do that. It's just it's it's for the sake of this conversation to make people who do like Winnie the Pooh be like, that's really stupid. Why would you do that? And then they go, well, you're talking about it. That's it. Some like uh, curious folk will watch it and see, and that'll be it. And it'll fall into obscurity. <laughs> I'll watch it. Not in theaters. No, god no. <laughs> but I'm gonna be upset. It, there's no way it's as good as PG Psycho Gorman. Oh man, Psycho Gorman's so good. That's a fucking name drop right there. Wow, Psycho Gorman. Dude, when when we find gems. That's a that is a gem and a half. <laughs> they are worthy of keeping. Mm-hmm. Like I remember uh the Catholic Church was really upset in 2016-ish. When are they not really upset? Well, they, <laughs> they were upset with this film that was coming out, and it was called The Witch. Yeah. And they're like, it's just satanic, and I don't like it. And I was like, why? I was like, what's it about? What's going on? <laughs> so I watched it. I bought it, and I watched it. And it changed me. It's a 
10 out of 10 movie. It is so brilliant and it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's deeply disturbing. It's It's not beautiful. It's not like your horror. And then that was a, that was a, what's his name? Egerton? Eggers? Yeah, Eggers. Eggers? Robert Eggers. Amazing director. Now, wildly acclaimed for his works on like The Witch and The Lighthouse. And? Was it called Northman? The Northman. Yeah. It's so good. It's one of those movies where I definitely recommend if you ever have never seen it and you're in for a scary treat, mm-hmm. go get it. Put on subtitles. Yes. You will need subtitles. It is crucial because they have very thick accents. Also, put down your phone. Yes. You need to pay attention to the whole it thing. It commands your respect mm-hmm. and you should give it to it because it is actually worth it. You will be there. Mm-hmm. You will stay in that homestead, and you will think about things. It's a when you one. walk away, yeah. it will haunt you. I think that's the end of Coffee Break. I think so, too. I mean, Coffee Break 69. A nice long hour and a half-ish, almost. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a fun one. I think it's a wrap. Hell yeah. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys, again... If you haven't seen the new Garbage Eggs episode, mm-hmm. the Puck Wedgie, I put in a lot of research. You want to learn about some cool cryptid stuff and lore? It's not the usual stuff that I do. But it's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. <laughs> Weirdly, it actually is because I love talking about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now I've decided I'm going to do an episode of UAPs. Nice. Nice. And talk about what's going on with extraterrestrials and the potential theories and everything that's going on. I, with both these subjects, um, I've spent years, just years of my own free time just studying these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You'll definitely hear the passion in me when I talk about the Pukwudgie. Yeah. <laughs> and when I start telling the mythos around it. So keep, keep your eyes out. Go check them out. See you next time. Bye. Bye.